Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. All right, techies, let's get information. Let's get information. Let's get information. I'm just trying to repeat what Beyonce said. Formation, that, that, that was the song that played. So I'm trying to say, hey, techies, get information. It's still the same. We are getting information from Africa about Africa, innovative startups, founders, ideas, inventions. I mean, that's what we do here 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're pushing out the news about what's happening in Africa. So wherever you're listening to this conversation from, I want to say a big welcome, welcome, welcome to Cruise Control. My name is Buki, the host. I like to just gist, sit back, relax, and check what's happening in the tech space, tech ecosystem, tech sector, tech industry. I'm just giving you all the name, even tech space. That's what they call it. Just trying to use all the lingua franca, the, you know, the slangs. Yeah. So techies are like for people in the tech space that are like um, working a tech job doing something that they involve uh, their day-to-day running with technology with and uh, of course for people who are not techies but are interested in knowing what tech guys are all about uh, welcome 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 don't worry we'll also brand you techies mm? I love I love me some rookies, guys. Yes. Welcome to the show, guys. And today I'm going to be checking news around Africa. What's really popping? What's going on? I had some big news around the uh, Nelson Mandela Internet launching early this month. A few days ago, I think it was on Monday, it was launched. And of course, speaking of the Internet, do you know that Nigeria also was rated as one of the fastest fastest speed test for Starlink. So the internet speed in Nigeria was rated the fastest. I'll come back to that story, just giving you a brief of what today's show is going to be like. And of course, both the ride hailing company has a lot of features coming up on their website. If you're a user of this uh, ride hailing company, both there are new features that helped for safety and of course empowerment of gender diversity and inclusion yes they have a lot of stuff they're running right now which i'm going to be giving you a brief of shortly and of course going all the way to kenya we have kenya are just doing stuff to make people use the digital payments more to have more people use the digital payment and what are the steps they're taking don't don't, don't worry don't worry you know i'm just giving you a brief mm? i just say give you, you know those gist that they'll start they'll not want to give you everything so you you stay glued that's that's just the point that's just the point i'm not trying to beat around the bush i want you to stay with me for the next couple of minutes let's see let's see one more story and of course it's the crypto world guys the crypto world has been calling me lately maybe um, i have to take classes about being a trader because i think it's high time i'm late to the class i'm late to the money making market of crypto but meanwhile zone is now africa's blockchain company with the fastest growth and this is coming from the financial times and statistics categorizing zone as the africa's fastest blockchain network company all of this great stuff i'm going to be talking about on the show welcome to the show one more time get information and get the information 
I think that's good. Yeah. So usually I ask people on my show what their unpopular opinion is about technology. And I think so for everyone is always like it simplified our lives, it does this, it made their life day to day easy. And of course, um, automation of stuff, of course. And one amazing thing my my one of my latest or recent guests said was the laziness part. Because most people do shy away from the fact that tech has made us so lazy. So, so lazy. And there was a tech bro. He has also been on my show. He tweeted about it that we now have very softies in the tech space that you can't make correction and just like raise your voice at them because they're not getting things right. The next minute they're screaming that uh, you're affecting my mental health. And of course, I mean, the generations are changing the way the baby bloomers handle things and we millennials are handling things. And of course, the Gen Z handling things. It's all different because these are the three people jamming the same time in the work uh, environment. So I really don't know. I really don't know. It's just this change of things. And I feel like everyone is blaming it to technology. I don't know. I just wanted to blame my distraction on technology because I was just busy using my phone while using my laptop to work i was trying to use my phone to spy on beyonce who is on a tour and of course i've just been enjoying some videos dance moves and all of that amazing i just want to put that out there because when i say get information that was all beyonce that was all beyonce yes guys yes 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 pretty excited about that one another news i'm checking out though i didn't talk about it in the intro as one of those new stories i'll be taking but this was my first story of the day uh grand theft auto 6 is on track to be the most expensive video game ever so gamers guys you do you know how much these things are worth to make i was so amazed when i saw that the the upcoming grand theft autosis is going to be the most expensive ever made video game costing over one billion dollars for its development and marketing can you imagine and to think that um, Grand Theft is actually like a big franchise. Grand Theft Auto is a series of games. They will have they will have another branch or expansion that is not Grand Theft. I was just trying to get how many Grand Theft we have out there, but so far I could not. I lost count of the numbers because there are expansions that are not Grand Theft. But Grand Theft Auto Six is coming out. 2023 and guess what most people are ready to put down their money on pre-sale because now these people are boasting that or the experts are actually the ones saying and researching and giving us data that this game will make all the money back within the first week of its release as in they brag different guys imagine saying you spent one billion dollar making something and you're going to make it back within 24 hours and i went through the comment just to see what's really going on gamers 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 i want to know if people were really pumped about the announcement and people were like just tell me to run down my card i really want to run down my card right now you know how they they say that gaming has a special type of addiction you think you've seen addiction you haven't seen gamers they're like they, they just miss their world and they're one of the reasons why 
people bought into the metaverse. I blame gamers. I blame gamers. But Grand Theft Auto is a series of action-adventure games. I mean, who doesn't like action? Who doesn't like adventure? And just getting lost in a world where everything just seems to be available around you and you have missions to accomplish. And the titles were developed under the oversight of uh, Brother Dan and Sam Hauser. But the game was originally created by David Jones. And Grand Theft, this series has actually been the like critically acclaimed with a 3D entry. Like the franchise frequently rank among the greatest and best-selling video games, guys. They've been around the block since 1997 till present. That means they are doing something right. Unlike our meta is on its walk to the museum of failure which is not a bad thing like i said so don't think because i'm talking about failure it means it's a bad thing no they could they could they could actually build on the idea maybe do something different and not uh, sell big dreams in the air like that for people so grand theft auto has spawned numerous additional games and expansion packs like i said i was trying to get uh, a total of all the grand theft series but no i couldn't i couldn't i could not numerous titles in the series have received ports to mobile devices so you can have them on your mobile they are available on android ios and the likes of it it's uh, a whole compilation of the grand theft auto from the double pack that was released in 2023 they've just been series of these games but the reason why i took the story is the fact that they really they are going to release this thing soon and they're bragging that they can make one billion dollars do you know what one billion dollars is in nigerian money currency I don't want to count because the, the figures are kind of too big for my head right now. Moving on to the next story. What's really happening? Let's move to South Africa. Yes. Nelson Mandela Bay Internet Exchange Point launches in South Africa. So Eastern Cape has welcomed the latest addition to their internet community, which is the INXZA. How do I pronounce that? So the new Nelson Mandela Internet Point aims to improve the Eastern Cape Internet ecosystem and provide businesses faster and more efficient traffic routing, reduce the latency and improve network resilience. I mean, South Africans, they do complain about how um, there's always traffic in their internet and thereby reducing the rate or the speed rate at which the internet operates. So now... People are coming out to rejoice around this launch. Content providers and cloud service providers are so happy about this. I mean, the first node of the Nelson Mandela Bay Internet Exchange Point will be operational in some part of South Africa. There's a name, but I can't pronounce and I do not want to mess the name up. And the dimension of data facility will also be available in Newton Park and the first week of june 2023 is when it's officially going to be available in that geographical region the internet connection is to promote interconnectivity 
in the region and of course to waive port fee and the co-location facility also with monthly recurring cross connect fee so this will help to lower cost and improve latency keeping internet traffic local and reducing reliance on international transit this development is particularly significant for the eastern cape region which has a history of outages due to multiple simultaneous backhaul failures with so the, the internet is going to be based in Nancy Mandela Bay and can serve content locally, leading cost saving for ISPs and consumers. I feel like this is good. And of course, having something that would stay in memory and history for them also. Nelson Mandela has always been somebody who looks out for his people. He fought and saved his people through the appetite time. And of course, he actually had a long reign and people enjoyed his reign before he passed on. And right now, there are works that he had actually been working towards before he passed on. And this work, seeing that its execution is happening, I'm super elated about this one. And of course, I'm wishing the people of South Africa a great internet service because I want them to listen to me. Yes, I want you guys to be able to connect. I mean, a lot of things happening. Greatness happened because of the internet and having your internet mess you up. And if you have a bad internet, see, if you have a bad internet is i think is as equal to having like a menstrual cramp yeah because it's good it's just going to mess up your whole day it's even as worse it's worse than that because you could lose money you could lose lives you could lose businesses matching so um i think this is really great if you, just in case you don't understand the gravity of the internet or having bad internet situation i don't pray it's for you but internet has really changed the game and it's still changing the game so more internet power to you south africa eastern cape and i wish you all the greatness that would come out of this interconnectivity moving on to Another story around connectivity. So what's really happening, I'm going all the way to Kenya right now because since the introduction of the digital payment option, Kenya is struggling with having people register or use this tech tool that they've introduced. So Kenya wants to get more people to use their digital payment by giving them QR codes. You know those codes that you just have to scan because if you tell people to go to the website, some people are like, I don't want to go queue, I don't want to have customer care issue right now, I've got a lot to do with my time. So all you have to do right Right now is just scan the QR code. So the Central Bank of Kenya has started a new system called the Kenya Quick Response Code Standard 23 to encourage mobile payments and internet transactions in the country. The project aims to enable different financial institutions in the country to work together. This will be done by letting customers use a QR code, eliminating the need for different ways to pay for different vendors. Other players like Etel Money and Tcash can also use Safricom M Mpasa Pay Bill and Till Numbers. So, so far, so good. Over 600,000 businesses in Kenya have used this pay bill and uh, they, they've been using it to make payments for their businesses and transactions and all of that stuff. But this QR code standard 23 introduced by Kenya, uh, Central Bank of Kenya 
was made in collaboration with payment service providers, banks, and card scheme. It will give users a more secure and direct way to pay digitally. Merchants will also gain from the new system because they won't have to install multiple pay bill or other options that they have for their businesses. So they also have to use one. You just scan and of course you have access to all of that. So I just like the fact that this is actually encouraging because I was talking about the open bank system last month. Right now, having people use digital option that is for the country, not like private institutes or privately owned or startups that just enable financial connectivity and ease of transaction, basically. So I like the fact that this is actually what the government is working towards. And having the QR code will also be quite easy for people to just scan, access, and uh, make their payments. No need for send me account number. I'm going to see you. You just scan and pay and move on. Yes, that's really, 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 really good. Speaking of the internet, this was the news i wanted before kenya yeah i wanted to connect the internet of nelson mandela to the internet that nigeria is currently experiencing so there was a speed test done by starlink starlink was introduced i think earlier on this year into nigeria and a lot of people were super excited about it because i think they are mostly based in canada yeah so they've been doing that speed test and Nigeria is one of the latest places where Starlink speed test was actually done. And it happens that Nigeria achieved the fastest starlight internet speed. At least we went number one for something good. I'm super excited. Let me, no, no, we've got to clap for this one. Yay. I love me some good news. I can brag to my, to my friends from other places or part of the world. Yes. So the speed test intelligence says that in quarter one, 2023, Starlink in Jamaica was the fastest until they now tried it in Nigeria and it happens that Nigeria became the fastest so far. So I'm going to give you a rundown of the countries that they've tried and of course what the speed rate has been like so in jamaica which was their former fastest satellite provider the speed rate was 83.79 mbps and of course they also have philippines the philippines recorded a 110.78 mbps which was faster than all fixed broadband companies combined in the philippines though then they went all the way i can see um some countries here trying to get clear and of course moving down they went to peru starlink's median download speed in peru was statistically too close to call at 77.17 mbps for starlinks and of course 72.93 mbps for all providers combined and all the way down to nigeria they were impressed actually they were impressed by the 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 speed rate in nigeria but overall sterling continues to impress in the satellite internet market but first let's get the speed rate for nigeria would you believe if i say that speed test intelligence found that Starlink average download speed for satellite internet in Nigeria was 61.75 Mbps. Can you imagine? 
So why Jamaica was giving 83.79 Mbps, Philippines it was 110.78 Mbps and of course Peru was 77.17 Mbps. Of course Nigeria happens to have 61.75 Mbps meaning it's time for you to go get Starlink. Yeah. And they have to come and pay me on this show for doing this advert. I'm just super excited about the news because just to know that the cloud is working really, really fast. You can do anything right now. I mean, the cloud service is booming. And uh, I think I talked about it on the show. We've spent close to trillion naira on cloud service in Nigeria. I think around that. Yes. So there's there's market here. There's market. There's market. And where there's market, businesses will boom. The economic situation will also expand. And of course, people will make money. That's the reason why I'm excited about this news. Just in case you're wondering, what's this excitement about speed tests like for you? That's it. That's it. And we still want more. Starlink is just a company. Other people could still come up with internet service that would actually blow our minds this is just 61.75 mbps we could have lesser how about we get to 20 the fastest i don't have to say it the thing has just gone <laughs> i don't have to send my search is gone i don't have to send my message is gone right straight from my mind to the clouds yeah so uh, we have something happening right now it's the world of ai 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 and we also over here we we do all the reporting guys and aside doing the reporting we build a community of people who can engage in most of the conversation we're having on air so we 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 open our platforms uh for community listeners people involved in the tech ecosystem people who are also uh, just reaching to see what's what the changes happening around them not necessarily be working in the tech space but you're interested in the innovations happening around you and of course we've been having webinars around mankind and artificial intelligence because that's what the world is on right now so you need to know your place with how artificial intelligence has come to disrupt the whole system that you thought you knew it's the fourth industrial revolution guys every day you wake up ask yourself what's new today or what's today going to present to me yeah so for today on africa tech radio we're having a press freedom day special so because it's uh it was press day I think last week or earlier on this week, yes, I can't remember the dates, guys. I beg your pardon. But we have a webinar on how AI is shaping freedom of expression in Africa. How AI is shaping freedom of expression in Africa. I know a whole lot of us have a thing or two to say, and we've utilized platforms, software, apps, and all of that great stuff. But AI has changed the game totally by offering us quick response quick answers quick information at our fingertips you don't even need to scroll through a timeline all you just have to do is just use uh the artificial intelligence channels their chat gpt chatbots and the likes of them so right now we are going to be having conversations around how ai is shaping the freedom of expression especially looking at the area of fake news Yes, it's time for us to have this conversation. Also, the users' rights 
to information. Some information are just out there without the user's rights. They don't care. They just throw it out there. And of course, media diversity and pluralism and data protection, just to name a few of what the conversation is going to be about today. Generally, when you hear people saying, oh, they're right now, everybody typically, typically just say the ride is oh my uber driver is outside i don't know maybe there's just a thing about first you know they say your first the memories always linger longer than it's supposed to i'm not talking from experience don't 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 drag me please yes <laughs> speaking of what's right healing app am i talking about today on the show i'm talking about both both guys how they're helping to put in features for security purposes and of course they also have some investment they are making towards gender inclusion and diversity yes what are they doing campaigns that they are running to boost gender diversity so the ride hailing company boat is going to be introducing a selfie verification procedure to enhance their experience of both the rider and the user this is particularly happening for a start in south africa because they've had series of complaints over the years i mean they've been running for seven years now and they've been complaining around the security measures when uh, drivers come they usually don't they are not like the picture you're looking at you're wondering what's going on what's going on you're not the driver of course is the car but you are not the driver i'm seeing here so just to be able to put that under control both seeks to cover the impersonation of drivers by introducing a new selfie verification feature this feature has been implemented across south africa by uh, the boat operating drivers which will also help improve passenger safety drivers impersonation is a significant problem the ride hailing industry faces so drivers will have to verify their identity by taking a selfie this actually brings back memory to me i remember early last year it was in march around past 11 pm i wanted to go out to go see my friends who are moving out of the country they're having like a get together and the husband is not a nigerian i don't know these are just personal information i think i know of and they had the old ninth time situation for us to party together and of course bid farewell in the morning and i ordered my ride it was a rainy day it rained that day in the evening it was just i thought it was not going to rain but it just rained like an hour so that delayed me from going early so i was talking the house till 11 then i said you know what this rain is just going to stop me totally so let me order a ride i ordered the ride my driver came and um the gate man actually used his umbrella to get me to where the cab was and when i got to the cab i'm like hello said fine and guess what everything was tinted glasses and i'm like i'm not comfortable with this the color of the car that was supposed to come was red and i'm getting a blue car and of course the driver's face i could not identify and i said you know what i'm just going to take a selfie of you because there's been i think that period there was reports around the blocks that drivers are messing with 
their riders and riders messing with drivers. And I didn't want to be in a situation like that. I wanted to be safe. So I said, can I take a picture of you? I requested to take a picture of the driver and he objected. He said, no, he doesn't want the picture of him to be taking that. How about it takes a picture of me? And I said, of course, I do not have a problem with that. You can take my picture and share with the app or share with your friend for safety reason. The same way I do want to take your picture and circulate among my friends and close ones. Because it was late in the night, of course. We tinted glasses and uh, this was not a local area. This was highbrow area in Lagos. I mean highbrow. So I'm trying to be safe here. I'm not going to enter your car. Maybe you're just looking around. Meanwhile... I noticed a red car parked in front because, like I said, it's eyebrow area and not so many cars were passing because of the time. I, I just was trying to be observant. The driver insisted he's not going to let me take a picture of him for verification purpose and safety measures. And I said, no problem, you can, you can just go out, end the ride and order for another one. It's better to be late than late. Thank you. <laughs> and it was still packed. The, the, the gate man who left me thinking I was just going to jump into the ride because I actually entered the ride and this whole conversation was going. I didn't close the door. I made sure my two legs were outside the door so I could actually just move. So it came when he saw that I stepped out totally from the car and said, Madam, what did they happen? And I explained to him that he doesn't want me to take a picture of him. Then he went to speak to just a picture. The guy said, no, 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 no. I said, don't worry. Don't talk to him. He can go. I'll end the ride. Do you know that this man actually came down from the car and told me that I should not worry. I'm safe. I should come and take the car. So all this long story, I would have taken your picture probably halfway through the journey by now. You're wasting your time. You're wasting my time. Not to worry. I'm going to end the ride because something just looked very fishy around this time. And I feel very uncomfortable. Sometimes you just have to listen to your gut. When your gut feeling is telling you something is not right, I bet sure something wasn't right that evening. So why the guy, I rejected the ride and said, in his presence, I said, see, I've canceled. Thank you. He insisted that he was still going to take me on an offline trip. I said, no, thank you. And this guy went back to his car and drove off. And guess what? Red car, which I noticed before, actually drove along like with him. At the same time, I'm like, okay, cool. You see? You see? And I like the fact that now uh, Uber is taking all of these complaints. And now drivers can verify their identity by taking a selfie before they can be permitted to go online. Because some people would register their vehicle and say they are the driver and pass it on to someone else. It might not be that they wanted to use it for dubious or crazy or cynical reasons. It could just be maybe to help a brother. But at the same time, other people are complaining about safety, which I think is very, very crucial. Uh, the safety of the driver and of course the safety of the passenger because some, some drivers do get harassed by their passengers. So this uh, new feature shows both commitment to ensuring that passenger safety is a commendable move that they would improve trust and safety on their platform the investment also brings to light both commitment to the african continent and its people as they continue to expand their services and introduce new features passengers are guaranteed better safety and convenience while using the boat app yes riders will request location previously identify areas that 
high incident hotspot must also take a selfie. So it's not just the the drivers. The riders also have to take a selfie. If you're going to a particular spot that has been reported severally or several times by passengers, riders, or drivers, and all of them, if you're going to those kind of areas, you also have to take a selfie. I just love, I just love, love, love safety measures. I do love safety measures. So we are all safe here and things can be properly tracked. Uh, speaking of, another thing that Boat is up to is they're investing 2.5 million euro in a campaign to boost gender diversity. I mean, in March 2023, a poll of 2,000 women in Europe and Africa showed that only 7.2% thought about driving as a way to make money. Of course, I've uh, since I've been taking the ride, boat ride especially, I haven't come across a female driver. I haven't. And some people say they have, but I haven't personally been driven by a female. And women too have cars and would like to make money. Why, 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 why should the cars be sitting in the house when you can quickly drive around, make some quick money and add to, your, to support your family? So they're looking at ways they can include more women in the driving space. So both says it is committed to addressing women's concern and problems in the ride hailing business. It does this by giving women incentives like partnered courses for driving in challenging situations and bonuses to help them get started making money. So the women at Will's campaign will include various measures such as creating awareness through video interviews with female drivers and partnering with local NGOs advocating for women's rights. Um, I'm just getting to the sweet spot of the story for me, guys. You know how I'm complaining about I've never been driven by, by a female driver. So right now, Bones wants to make his ride hailing app safer for everyone by adding a women for women category that that lets female drivers pick up and drop off other women for extra safety and conveniences yes i love this i love this i love this i'm a woman woman person woman women i don't know how that works but i love i love love me seeing women doing stuff that is empowering them and putting them in a situation where they can gain financial freedom also so both has actually added this features to their app the campaign is called women at the wheel campaign and they are funding this with 2.5 million euros yes the money will go round oh Ishe. i love it <laughs> i love 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 me i don't know why they brought me to this job eh? the local girl in me just feel excited and i just see like my generation and ancestor of women like dancing and rolling their bum bum to Ishe. yes but thank you so much for actually looking at ways to actually bring women together empower them and of course create safety measures for them and address their worries also because some females don't want to get harassed and bullied and of course uh, intimidated by the male passenger riders or even their fellow drivers so this is a great way for inclusion i'm so happy that safety was of concern and of course uh, not just the safety of the driver but also safety of the riders who are female i love 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 stories like this so moving down and seeing what's happening in africa as statistics shows 
This statistics is coming from the Financial Times and Statistics. Yes, so Zone, Africa's first regulated blockchain network for payments, has been crowned as the winner for fastest growing company in Africa. Yay! So the blockchain has actually seen so many companies come and gone, but Zone has been persistent, resilient, and of course, through to their vision with helping people have seamless payment options through the blockchain system. They ranked this company amongst hundreds of companies on the list. Zone came out to be chosen as the top one. They are one of one. They're not number two, one of one. So the annual ranking shows the best companies in Africa private sector. It also recognizes companies that have grown quickly and impacted their field. So they did a thorough reviewing of entries from hundreds of companies in Africa as a continent. Africa and Zone came out to be chosen as the number one on the list. It was also the first blockchain company on the whole continent to be on the list the recognition from the financial time is actually a, a, a great a great honor for the company and it kind of just i like when recognition comes in i feel like whenever i'm at my office uh the general space and they get this recognition even on social on our social chats group you'd see the they celebrate people it kind of empowers the workers the staff to putting more effort to show that their effort is not just going down the drain to just uh take your salary go fix up your life come back work it kind of shows that what you're doing is being acknowledged by other people outside of this space so it's not just you earning your monthly pay weekly pay or However, contract your run, it's you still being honored for the work you do and the progress you're making towards ensuring that the world is running smoothly. So Zone, congratulations to you. Congratulations. Zone is Africa's first decentralized payment network. It lets institutions connect directly with each other and make payments without a middleman. Settlement, reconciliation, and conflict management are all done automatically. So I think that other companies can take a hint from what Zone have done to make them the number one from Africa, number one platform for blockchain. I think they're doing something good. If not, they wouldn't be ranked this company. Looking at the research, he said the company built out its decentralized payment network and connects different financial service providers. It is laying the groundwork for a genuinely cashless world and creating a more open and prosperous future for African continent. That is the vision. They've stuck by it and they've been doing it. So they are now on their way to the Museum of Failure. They are on their way to the Museum of Greatness. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sticking with me all through the time on the show. I have a guest coming on for three. I was not supposed to do it. That's that's why the time I regularly just have a guest on for the midday part of the show. Like 12 30 1 p.m ish but today i'm having a guest coming through today and i'm honored to be speaking with the ceo of the fintech industry so we're going to talk about rethinking the sustainability of african tech business model i'm sure there was a model that kept zone at number one so you might want to think about it what's the business model that that make 
some company stay at the top over a long period of time and some companies just disappear or fizzle out or just pew, gone with thin air so we'll find out more about that and of course having an expert and someone who has been in the industry for a really long time talk to us about this i really 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 can't wait to have the conversation thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com